Hey, this is Daniel, and you're listening to It's an Adventure with Daniel and Victor, episode 60. I don't feel like typing, so I'm not going to make the robot talk. If you like this podcast, oh wait, I'm jumping the gun here. You can listen to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. That includes Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If you like this podcast, you can donate to it on Anchor. Send us all of the monies, please. And if you really, really like us, tell a friend about us. Yeah. Just a reminder to all you beautiful people, we do have It's an Adventure Live 3 coming up in a couple of weeks. It's going to be held on November 17th at the Rec Room at 9.30 p.m. It's a free show, so come on by and uh, partake in the madness. It's going to be a lot of fun, guys. I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. I love you. Bye-bye. Four, five, we're live. Man, Japanese game shows are weird. They've always been weird. Japanese reality shows. I uh, I saw the one the other day. It was like, if you can survive ten minutes of this porn star's blowjob, you get to cream pie her. And that was an actual Japanese game <laughs> show. Oh, my God. Really? Was it like an erotic? Do they have erotic game shows over there? I know those game shows are full of innuendos and stuff, but I didn't know they had game shows that were full-blown porn from the sounds of it. I think it was just like Japanese porn Okay. turned into a game show. Gotcha. I was watching it ironically. Yeah, of course. Ironically. Yeah, I wasn't really watching it. Just to see what, just to study, you know? when I talked about some guy that I knew who said, oh yeah, I used to watch porn with my friends to make fun of the bad stories. Yeah, yeah, you, you talked yeah. about that on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Wait, were all the, the genitals blurred out on, on the game show? Because that's, that's show what you're I supposed watched, to do. Yeah, yeah. It was all general. Well, yeah, you could see everything. So that's why I don't think it was on TV. It was probably on like their version of Cinemax or whatever. Oh, but on their version of Cinemax, it's supposed to be blurred out. They're super weird about that. Oh, oh, you're right. Yeah, that's why hentai exists. Yeah. Oh, oh maybe, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you were... I don't know. Maybe it was like... Yeah. Maybe it was yes. like... Uh, it's one of those things I started the day looking up a review for District 9 and I wound up there. <laughs> <laughs> did uh did you searching Neil Blom what's his name Blomkamp Neil Blomkamp Neil Blomkamp it, it, you uh typoed it into Neil Blumpkin and then that led you down a rabbit hole <laughs> then, yes <laughs> um that guy's only made one really good movie yeah the Elysium was kind of trash and then Elysium he made was like he made Chappie, and then Die Antwoord were in it, and it was trash. <laughs> it wasn't good. Because Elysium was pretty bad, and then Chappie just got worse. Yeah. So every movie from now on is going to that he directs is going to say from the director of District Nine. Yeah, that's it. Well, District Nine was supposed to be Halo. Did oh you know? yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was tapped to uh, direct Halo by Peter Jackson. And that fell through with Microsoft, and so Peter Jackson said, like, oh, I felt bad for him. I, I felt like I owed him a movie, so uh, I told him, do whatever you want, and he made District 9. And I think there were some assets in District 9, 
like the weapons and some of the armor that the uh, the, yeah. the people use and the aliens use, that was all stuff that was going to be for Halo. So right, right. looking at all that is pretty interesting. Seeing that what it could have been. Like... Oh, go ahead, say that one more time. Uh, looking at what could have been. It's almost like a reverse um, Cloverfield situation. Because... 10 Cloverfield Lane was not a Cloverfield movie. No, but then, then they, they, said, they slapped the name on it. Yeah, they said, this is not going to sell, so we better put a yeah put the big name on it. Um, hey, my name is Victor Wright. My name is Daniel Farias. And this is It's an Adventure. Yeah. Brought um, to you what are we talking from, from, from all the way from Orange County and Sherman Oaks. Yes. Oh, another remote. Another remote so, one. We're, uh, we're getting used to this, hopefully. Yeah. And if you guys uh, have any thoughts or opinions on the audio quality, <laughs> let us know. Email us. Yes. We don't, so we know that we don't exist in the void, and then we're just out here podcasting to the, to the universe and the stars and the meteors. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about today, Daniel? Um, well, I've been, I've been doing something that you've been wanting me to do for a while. Something I think Tyler's been wanting me to do too, cause, um, it's just like, it's just beneficial for us is, uh, I've been watching TV. Oh! I've been watching TV shows. Uh, I, I used to watch them a lot back then. Like that's what I would, I, I would, I would marathon shows, but then like once I got into school, I stopped it, and to tell the truth, I've missed it, but um, I've been are watching... You the, what'd you say? Are you not the guy who can, like, watch TV while doing homework? No. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I have to... If I'm going to watch something, I got to I gotta watch every single bit of it. There's, okay, there's, yeah. there's things in the frame that I'll miss, Victor. There's little <laughs> cues in the sound that mean something. I got I to gotta give it my full attention. But, um... <laughs> I've been watching uh I've been watching Fleabag and that shit's amazing. It's great. It just won like everything. It won everything, dude. It it came out Phoebe Waller Bridge came out out of nowhere and just up fucking uppercut <laughs> Hollywood and ran off with all the awards. It was great. It's called, it, she did Killing Eve also, right? Yeah, dude. She's a fucking boss. She's so good. So what is Fleabag about? Fleabag is it's based on her one woman show that she did uh, on stage in England, where she's from. It's it's I think it's a very loose serialistic interpretation of her life. So think Louie, but it's Phoebe Waller Bridge. If that makes well, yeah. any sense. Think Louie or any one of those kind of comedian turn sitcom, sitcom like sort of shows i think those those shows those type of shows like louie and uh fleabag they're becoming if they're not already a genre they're becoming a genre it's basically a show shows where comedians i think atlanta falls into this too right a little bit these weird ass uh, shows because i know the character that he plays isn't donald glover but it's right it's sort of based on his life as a rapper He's the agent. Yeah. More uh, maybe just based off of his life in Atlanta. Yeah. Like kind of coming up there. Um, I think Marin also. Marin too. Falls in that. Marin's yeah. one of those shows. I think it's a, a subgenre of yeah. the sitcom genre. You know. It's not a it's not a bad genre. It's probably one of my favorites. I like watching shows like that. It's 
it's a uh, I don't know. It makes it makes it makes everything seem so easy. It makes me feel like oh yeah. I can do that. Like anybody can do that. It's like that. Th- those shows are made so cheap. <laughs> Louis oh, would just yeah. take out a red out into the middle of the street and then just shoot. You know, out in New York, that's it. And then people, when Louis was in its heyday, people were touting it as like the best thing in t- on TV, and it arguably oh, was. Yeah. And it was made using five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> just a, just a camera. Yeah. And then. The rest of New York. The rest of New York, and then he would edit it too, and it would just be like, like it wouldn't be good edits, but I don't know. It, it's it. Those genres are really point out how all you need is just one really super creative, smart person, and that's it. <laughs> you don't yeah, need well, a shit ton of money. All you need is some person with vision. Because it wouldn't be like, oh, uh, how am I gonna say that? It wouldn't be great edits, but that almost added to the charm yeah. of what Louis was. That it, that it was like wasn't so uh, spick and span. It was sloppy a little bit because he's sloppy in the show. I don't know. Like it all. It was yeah. It was charming. It fit. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I I, I thought I was gonna add something, but I, I turned out not to. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So Fleabag is so it's kind of like based off of a one woman show. Yeah. What makes it so great? Um, it's just it's definitely her. There's a lot of she breaks the fourth wall a lot, and um, this is most of the scenes. And this is something too. I've talked to Tyler about this because uh, the next show I'm gonna watch is Succession, and that's a show that's blowing up too. Um, oh, yeah, on HBO, right? On HBO, yeah. And it it's I feel like Fleabag. It has a lot of scenes that are super cringy, sad, and real, but they're hilarious. There's oh, there's so moments of like, yeah, it's it, there's moments of uh, uh of ex- of levity in there that uh ease the tension and make you like genuinely laugh. And all of them, all the jokes are like on character. It's fucking, it's great. It feels authentic and sad and funny. <laughs> If you if you like that kind of humor, um, definitely, and I, I know I've recommended this to you, definitely watch Peep Show. Peep Show? Yeah, because that I just rewatched part of it, and it's on the third watch through. It's almost hard to watch with how cringy it gets, <laughs> but it's it's a British comedy with two guys flatmates and. Everything is from somebody's point of view, and you hear the two main characters' inner monologue the entire time. Yeah. And it's really... Everything it does, um, it takes things for granted, like wanting a job or getting married, and shows you how disgusting and disturbing that stuff can be. And it's hilarious. Yeah. I'll take. So, yeah. I'll take a look at that. Uh, you know what I'll do, Victor? Yeah. I'll take a fucking peep at the oh. peep show. Oh. <laughs> 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 um. I but, love vomit noises. Yeah, it's great. It's our trademark. Um, but oh, I think the I feel talking about Succession. Oh, about Succession and how it's like Fleabag. I feel like what I, from what I've heard from Succession and what I've seen from Fleabag, a lot of the scenes, uh, a lot of the interactions with the characters have to do with um, like the main 
thorough line of the scene is, are you going to love me? Or are you going to fuck me over in this moment? And it's like, that's the dynamic that the characters have through most of the show. And that sounds like a very like serious and stern dynamic, but it's, it's funny. There's moments in, in those scenes that are just like laugh out loud, like, holy shit. And they're so, sometimes they're so sm- subtle and they just sort of like appear out of nowhere. And they're so smart too. They're so, it, every little joke, because a lot of characters in the show roast each other and it's so good. The All the roasts are so smart and cleverly written. It's great. I think you'd like it too. It's Just check it is out. Six, just do it. Is Succession, because have you started watching Succession yet? No, no. I've just been watching Fleabag. But Fle- uh, all, all that description I I, uh, I said, it, it applied to Fleabag, not Succession. Oh, oh yeah. okay, 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 okay. But Succession has those scenes too where it's like, characters are just like are you gonna love me or are you gonna fuck me over like are you gonna help me yeah. out or are you gonna make me feel bad that sort of thing yeah because it's succession it's that one where it's like the uh the patriarch steps down from the business and then says none of you gets my none of you like takes over or something is that what it is no i think he's still very much in charge the thing is though the guy is very He's a very advantageous guy, so every interaction he has with people, he it's it's a he's finding ways to um beat them and use oh, them to okay, his advantage. You know what I'm saying? Hold on a sec. Yeah. Wait yeah, a minute. Right, right. What's up? Did you leave tacos in the microwave? No. Like you didn't put anything in the microwave? No. They were asking me if I left tacos in the microwave. I wish I did. I'm kind of hungry. I want some fucking tacos. <laughs> what kind of tacos do you want? I don't know, dude. I thought they were Jack in the Box tacos. I'll take those soy uh, Frankenstein's any day. No, fuck that. Like that's after, like late at night. My go-to is Junior Bacon Cheeseburger and two tacos from Jack in the Box. Oh, that's good, dude. You know that Jack in the Box has this thing called the Munchies meal that after. 11.30, they sell this box for six bucks, and it has regular fries, curly fries, two tacos, and some sort of weird hamburger. I think they sell, like, a, a sourdough grilled cheese yeah, burger. Yeah, they have that. They yeah. also have, like, two chicken breasts with melted cheese and bacon on top yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. I get that sometimes. Uh, if I'm coming home from a mic like really late and I'm hungry, yeah. I stop by and get that monstrosity because it's uh, delicious. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I, I said because it's I'm... delicious. That's that's how I was gonna end that statement there. I don't think I've ever been able to finish a munchy meal. I've always had to split one. Are you serious? Yes, it's like two tacos, curly and regular fries, and that giant sandwich yeah and they have a drink too and i think the drink is giant as well i think they give you a large so it's like three thousand calories yeah at like two in the morning it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> god damn it is there a jackbox around me now i think there is i think i've seen one. Oh no wait you that's in Mer- that's in uh, la mirada you live in sherman oaks now yeah so i, I don't fucking know if there's a jack-in-the-box around you shit i don't know what's around you right now you could be in a black hole. I could be dead. You could be dead. You can be commu- yeah. I can be communicating with your spirit from beyond. No, I do have a Taco Bell within walking distance. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, do you have anything else to say about Fleabag or um, Succession? 
I'm excited to watch Succession, because uh, okay. I've, I've I've heard that I've watched videos and and I've talked to Tyler about this. It's all it's about is about language, and how people try and use language to um, take advantage of each other, one up each other, use each other, and how actual true meaning gets lost in the stupid ass sounds that come out of our mouth, and how if there's any meaning in the stupid ass sounds, is there like what determines you know if we're just going to use words to to fuck with people do words really mean something right and so i'm excited to explore that (laughs) it almost sounds like archer the way you're describing it really like have you ever watched archer i've seen a few episodes not enough to like be like i'm a fan but i've seen one two or three every time a character walks into the room they either immediately insult someone or someone immediately insults them (laughs) So, yeah, that's what I was thinking when you were describing Fleabag. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I, I need to... I'm watching Fleabag, Fleabag slowly because it's six episodes a season, and there's two seasons, and that's it. So she's only doing 12 episodes, and so this past season that won all of the Emmys is the uh, the last season ever. And then she says that she, she may want to do it again, but like 50 years from now when she's old. So the character is as old as she is. So 50. Oh, so how old is she now? Like 30 I, She's like 34. 34. Oh, okay. So like do it like a 20 years later. 20 years later, yeah. Like to when she's like 54. Which is interesting. That sounds really cool. I hope she does that. That would be interesting. It's like uh, Francois Truffaut with his uh, character from 400 Blows. He, you track her. Track him, track her through the years. I like or, the idea. It, it sounds like something I would have wanted out of like Incredibles too. Oh yeah, you know what? That's true. How like they, maybe like the kids get older and they're adults, and then um, they have to be the superheroes now. Yeah, that's interesting. Pitch that yeah. to Pixar, dude. Send them an email, bro. <laughs> Fuck it, and send them a pigeon. I mean, Disney's buying everything. Maybe they'll buy me. Yeah, dude. Maybe. They'll buy. Hey, if they buy iHeart, they'll essentially be buying you. That's true. That's possible, man. Don't, Holy shit! Don't joke about these things. Oh no. Kind of Disney's. Disney is probably more powerful than God. Probably, dude. Yeah. God probably is wearing some Mickey Mouse ears right now. <laughs> yeah, he's a fan. He's a fan. <laughs> he could. He couldn't get into the. Uh, Star Wars land on day one. No. <laughs> he was too late to buy tickets. No, like, he was promised the VIP, but then he got bummed by uh, Johnny Depp and Miley Cyrus. Oh, that's right. He's <laughs> like, I'm sorry, God, but we gotta we gotta let these people in. They, they were first, they reserved. Well, yeah, they, they were in our properties. Yeah. <laughs> preferential treatment. We've been, we've been trying to get you out of our properties very, very hard. <laughs> I'm sorry, our movies are so secular. And I think in their next uh, their next movie, they'll cast uh, uh, Kevin Sorbo, and he'll play Kevin some Sorbo. yeah Sorbo or whatever is fucking Hercules that makes all those uh, Jesus movies. As an evil atheist professor, yeah, uses students. <laughs> Did you ever watch uh, fucking God's Not Dead? No. There's this like the beginning is. We're going to have a debate on whether or not God is real, and it will be judged by me, and I will be debating 
that God is not real. And it's like, wait, how are you the judge? How are you the judge? Debating? Like that's not fair. You can't. Yeah. You can't. Have, you can't do both. There's so I've seen that movie like ten times. You gotta watch it. Why have you watched it ten times? Because it's so. It's so bizarrely terrible. Gotcha. It, it's one of those great bad movies. Oh. They they made a two, right? They made a God's Not Dead two, right? They made a three. Why? <laughs> well, the second one is like less offensive but more stupid yeah. somehow. Where because it's oh the fucking high school teacher says like oh yeah God is a thing, and then the ACLU is like you can't say that. And the evil ACLU lawyer, the camera zooms in and he says, we're going to prove once and for all that God is dead in a courtroom. <laughs> yeah, because an actual lawyer would say that. <laughs> would care. Would care about that. Jesus. Um, and then the third one is like, surprisingly, it's boring. No. But the message isn't as like evil because the atheist is a genuinely good guy in the third one. Oh shit. It, yeah. Cause the first two, all the atheists were like just evil scumbags. Is, uh, is Kevin Sorbo or Soro in the, all three movies? No, he died in the first one. How'd he die? What the <laughs> fuck? He, um, so like he loses the debate and his entire class stands up and says, God is not dead. And then um, <laughs> his student goes to a Newsboys concert, and oh yeah, Kevin Sorbo is the professor having sex with his student. Oh. So he he realizes at the end of the first movie, he realizes he doesn't hate God. He's or he doesn't not believe in God. He hates God for killing his mother due to cancer at a young age. Um. So he goes to run hit to tell his student girlfriend, and then out of nowhere a car comes and hits him. <laughs> <laughs> and then two priests that you've been following the entire movie show up and are like, "Nobody call an ambulance. We're gonna pray for you." And he's like, "I'm an atheist," and they're like, "This is your last chance at salvation. <laughs> if you don't say you believe in God, you're gonna go to hell." <laughs> He converts and dies. <laughs> oh, what's the point of that, dude? He okay. Story wise, he he already was all like, "Oh, I I do believe in God. I just hate yeah. him because he killed my mom." Then you don't have to kill him. There's his redemption right there. Yeah, and and then he dies, and then it gets weird because like, okay, so it's kind of like Crash, where all of these stories come together. Yeah. Um. There's. One storyline where like a Muslim girl secretly believes in Jesus, and then <laughs> her dad finds out and like pushes her, and then throws her out of the house. And instead of finding housing or a place to eat food, she also winds up at the Newsboys concert for some reason. <laughs> What's Newsboys? And Newsboys. It's some. It's some Christian band. They did a song called God's Not Dead. Oh my god. And I sing it sometimes <laughs> when I think about the movie. 
Um, are they the guys that sung a, a Christian side hug? Are they responsible for that? Oh, I. What is the Christian side? You've never side? heard the. Give me that Christian side hug. That Christian side hug. Give me that Christian side hug. No. You gotta look it up now. Oh fuck you. Okay. <laughs> have you have, have you seen? Okay, real quick before I ask you this. Yeah. The movie ends with the duck. The guy from Duck Dynasty. Coming on the big screen for <laughs> Newsboys. Yeah. <laughs> and like, the professor's dead, right? Yeah. And he goes, like, uh, I hear there's a student here who went up against an evil atheist professor. We hate that guy. We're glad he lost and we hate him. <laughs> it's like, but he redeemed himself and now he's dead. Why did the movie need that? Yeah. And it ends with him telling the audience go on everyone in your contact list on your phone and type in and send them God's not dead to spread the message. (laughs) (laughs) I saw it before, like, I knew you. Yeah. But, like, everyone got that message from Victor that day. (laughs) (laughs) All I know is if I get a message from somebody saying God's not dead, then I'm erasing that person from my contacts list. (laughs) They could be my grandma, man. I don't care. God may not be dead, but that person's dead to you. Yep. Basically. <laughs> um, I just my friend just showed me this uh, the pop pop and locking for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> pop and locking for Jesus. <laughs> Have you seen that guy where he goes on Facebook Live and pops and locks for like a minute and a half, saying, "Ooh, Jesus is king." Boom. No, but now I need to see this. I'm gonna watch. (laughs) Have you seen that one guy? He's a this Mexican dude. Looks like a like a cholo. He's got a a face tattoo, and there's just a bunch of videos of him yelling in the streets. I love you, Jesus Christ. Amen, Jesus Christ. There, oh man, there's so many videos of people professing. Because there was that other. I think it was a joke, (laughs) but it was like Jesus is my N word. Victor? Okay, rapping for Jesus. It's on YouTube. We're gonna see if it. Let's see if plays. it picks up. Yeah. It's not, I have to edit this out. Let me see. Yeah. Oh hey. Okay, it's starting. Answering machine. Yeah, for some reason, it's called rapping for Jesus. Um. Can you hear that? I can hear it. Yeah. He's wearing a brown suit. Like, obviously, old guy. Yeah. There's just some guy with headphones in the background, and it looks like he's having a seizure, but I think he's trying to dance. (laughs) Um, He's got bars, though. He's got bars, yeah. I was feeling they were, he was spitting hot fire for the Lord. 
Praise him! Praise him! That's because Jesus Christ is my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, forget. you can't see this. Dude, I think this guy did a feature on Kanye's new album, man. Oh, I know. Yeah, I, th I think he's on Jesus is King, dude. He got he got some he got some sick verses on there. That was, uh, um, he was doing this before, like Chance the Rapper. Yeah, man, he's a visionary. Yeah, exactly. Um, so in the background, I'm doing a play-by-play -play for you. Out of nowhere, I thought he was smoking weed because the room became all smoky. Yeah. No, the guy I was telling you about in the background just started burning incense <laughs> and flailing. So, <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, Loki, I think, uh, <laughs> um, uh, one of the comments here, guys, don't be triggered by him saying the N-word. Jesus is from Bethlehem in North Africa, which means Jesus could have given him the N-word pass. <laughs> Wait, is this guy not black? No, he's not. Oh my god! I didn't know that! That oh, shit's yeah. crazy! So, okay, let me, let me ask you, like, old school church pastor, how do you, what do you think about? What do you... What do you envision when I say that? Old school church uh, pastor. I think of um, I think of either like a, a creepy Catholic uh, diddler, okay. or a, a like a, a, a like a the 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 black Baptist uh, pastors, like the Hallelujah. Okay, so but I assume the the, the old school Catholic like diddler. Yeah. Is that where you're thinking? Yeah, because that's what I grew up with. I mean, I didn't get diddled, but that that's... Sure. Yeah. But whatever you grew up with, this is that guy and maybe just maybe a bit older than that. <laughs> <laughs> He's got... I gotta say, though, like, I'm kind of feeling the Lord. Yeah, man. I feel it too, dude. He's uh the Lord's the Lord's uh my I'm I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> I'm uh, gonna do that. I'm gonna play just a couple more seconds of this. Johnson or something must have like oh, done yeah. a video on him. Yeah, this it, this has got to be 
this is a joke. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's when... why I was like, for so long, it's on BBC. BBC Russell Howard's Good News. Jesus Christ is my N-word. Um, that's where it's from. I knew... I knew it was a joke, but for so long, I only found the uh, the rapping part. So there was a small part of me that thought it was real, too. Gotcha. I wish it was real. <laughs> I you, too. Um, when you When you think of priests, there's only two kinds, right? There's, like, uh, I think, like, of archetypes. There's, like, okay, the diddler, ahead. and then there's, like, the... Like the, the 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 fucking gospel, like oh, that's it, right? There's uh, there's the youth pastors. Also. Oh yeah, but they're not actual like fathers or anything. There, some of them are, I think, or they have like some like Jesus street cred. Yeah, that stuff, you know. Yeah, I think of uh, the. Remember in King of the Hill how they were Methodist and they had a lady pastor? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I just rewatched the King of the Hill where Bobby is on the, uh, goes to the youth group and they're all extreme rockers and everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. Hey, what time are we at? We are at 32 minutes. Okay. Oh, wow. Time's, time's flying by right now, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um... You are going to watch The Lighthouse tonight, right? Yeah, probably soon, in like a okay. couple hours from now. In that case, I can wait, and since it's our house, it's not like we're going to be late in this, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm just going to say I liked it. Yeah, I don't I don't want to say anything before you go in, because all I saw was like that first trailer. Yeah. And then I and I was happy with that, so I'm going to... Uh, I'm gonna let you watch that. And the guy who um, who did the witch did this one, right? Right. I think this is only his second movie because the witch was his directorial debut. Yeah. All these fucking oh. all these all these young directors making these interesting horror movies. You have this guy. You have Ari Aster. You got fucking Jordan Peele. They're all out here trying very hard to make these these quality, uh, spooky movies. That's cool. I think that's really cool. <laughs> Never forget, Sam Raimi made Evil Dead for like three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, started out in nineteen eighty one. So, like, this is these guys. I think are going to jump off into future genres. Yeah, um, I think I do think I'm going to give you a mild warning. But once I don't think the lighthouse is really. Con- can be considered horror. It's more like psychological suspense, which can be a subgenre of horror. Yeah. Um, be prepared for like C talk because I kind of I want to rewatch it with subtitles. So C talk is like, oh yeah, nautical, yeah, two clicks Wait. that way or something like that. Because you've seen you've seen the trailer, right? Uh, yeah. Where like how Willem Dafoe talks, like ah, what's that Timba man? doing trying to become a wiki or whatever yeah um th- will, first off those two are basically the only two speaking characters in the entire movie gotcha and uh so it's all that and i got like 85 to 90 percent of it but every once in a while they would say something where i'm like where the fuck did that come from you know yeah 
So yeah, just just be be prepared for that. Okay. I'll have and, uh, I'll be I'll perk my ears up and see if I can see understand what they're saying. <laughs> read some Herman Melville before you go. For sure, I'll just I'll just uh, fucking uh, marathon uh, Moby Dick. Marathon a book. A marathon a book. <laughs> fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, let's. Uh, we're we're about halfway through, which means we should get to our main feature of tonight. What's our main feature for well, tonight? Uh, well, we have a live show on November 17th at oh? 9.30 p.m. Yes, we do. At the rec room. And in it, we want to read the final chapter of Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, uh, Sonic High School Story. So, to do that, we need to actually read up to that point. And we have one more chapter here. So, we're going to read, I'm going to read part of it, and then we're going to just see how we are on time and whether or not we'll finish this chapter. The show, how exciting! I'm excited to revisit this this sprawling saga. This, this Game of Thrones esque Game of Thrones esque story. story of this of the fastest blue hedgehog that's ever lived. Um, so, so when we previously previously on Sonic High School, Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, a Sonic High School story. Um, the Sonic woke up and it was like after high school, right? Yeah. And Amy was dead. Yeah, I don't think they went into how... She died. We don't know how she died. Right, that's right. Anyway, he got an offer from Hollywood, I guess, (laughs) to make a movie based off of his life. Oh, and and they they didn't even cast him. That I remember now. Oh, they did? Uh, Yeah, they... Because they... Oh, no, sorry. They cast another person to play him. Yes. Because that's how it, like, that's how chapter one ended. Um, with, I think, the producer, Clit. Cl- was his name. It was Clit, yeah. <laughs> um, so now we're going to, I, I'll just read the last, uh, the last sentence of the first chapter so we can get here. Sonic heard Clit start talking, <laughs> but he felt paralyzed, staring at the figure approaching him. Hey, Sonic, meet the star of the movie. He plays you. And that's the end of chapter one. Chapter two, act three, scene one. Sonic stared at the thing in front of him, eyes wide with terror. Is that me? It stared back at him with small, predatorial eyes, located at the far ends of its face. Its head was large, but its face only occupied a minor area, making it look disproportionate (laughs) and full of hate. (laughs) Its body was covered with coarse, wiry fur, the same color as Sonic's. Sonic estimated it to be a little taller than him, with thick, ungainly thighs and shoulders, almost like a CrossFit man wearing his own head. <laughs> he keeps so Dark Doom Firemaster keeps referring to him as it. Is this like a robot or a monster? I'm thinking it's some sort of creature. Yeah. Yeah, like a Frankenstein type thing. Yeah, yeah, like something that they built to play him in the movie. It's instead of hiring Sonic, which would have spent. Like a lot less time and money, they just built yeah. a new 
a new version of him. They they made him in a lab or something. They got some form of DNA and, yeah. <laughs> and just cooked them in a tube. No, I mean, they went, like, grave robbing. <laughs> built it based off of, like, this guy's arm, this other girl's leg, and yeah. shit like that. <laughs> it extended its white, malformed paw hand towards Sonic, and he recoiled. Clit laughed. <laughs> it's a weird image, isn't it? Yeah. Ha! Funny guy. Love this guy, Sonic. This is... Well, this is Sonic. Sonic stopped, <laughs> wincing, and grabbed the other Sonic's hand for a handshake. It gripped Sonic's hand hard and tightened its grip harder still with freak bitch strength. <laughs> <laughs> freak bitch strength. I'm so going to add that to my regular day <laughs> fucking fucking speak that is such a great phrase freak no freak bitch of strength okay my new yeah, favorite man. three words yeah man i uh i went home with her after the bar and her pussy had this freak bitch <laughs> strength <laughs> nice to meet you said sonic wincing once again as he felt his hand being crushed it said nothing in return <laughs> just looked at him pumped his hand a few times, and then finally released him from its grip. Nursing his sore hand, Sonic looked at Clit with a pitiful mix of confusion, fear, and sadness. I, I thought I was the star. And my man, you are a star. You're our star consultant. Who else can get inside the mind of the great Sonic the Hedgehog like you, said Clit. While the other Sonic turned his, turned its head towards Clit, Clit noticed. That's going to get confusing. Say, Sonic, you got a middle name? Me? Said Sonic. <laughs> Sonic rolled his eyes. Yeah. Or sorry. Yeah. Maurice. <laughs> Sonic is, Maurice the Hedgehog. Is is that true? I don't think so. I think this is made uh, up. Go ahead, go ahead. I think this is made up. Uh, I don't... Sonic... I think other characters have middle names. Other characters what? have three, but Sonic, Maurice, that... So, I'm on Sonic News Network, and Maurice is a character mentioned in the Hedgehog comics. He's, he's Sonic... Sonic's grandfather. Archie. Oh, you're breaking sorry, up. Sorry, say that one more time. You were breaking up there. Uh, uh, Maurice Hedgehog. Yeah, I can hear you. Maurice Hedgehog is Sonic's grandfather, according to uh, the Archie comics. Yeah, and it says, uh, again, I'm on Sonic News Network. Upon his birth, Sonic the Hedgehog was given Maurice's name as his middle name, and his other grandfather's as his first name. Uh, however, he subsequently had his name legally changed to Sonic, bearing no ill will towards either of his grandfathers. <laughs> yeah, because apparently he this is a he's he has uh, like a great grandfather named Jules, and another one right. named Charles, and then he has a great grandmother named Bernadette. Yeah, his name is fucking Sonic. So I think all these normal names, and then Sonic. 
Jesus. But, but that's a fucking... Dark Doom Firemaster does his fucking research. Yeah, man. He is on that lore like nobody else. I also, by the way, I do like... However, he subsequently had his name legally changed to Sonic, bearing no ill will towards <laughs> either of his grandfathers. It sounds like a real, like, star. Yeah. Changed. It's like he, he was... a. Uh, Making his Hollywood name his legal name. <laughs> this this should be on like a 2020 segment or something. Yeah. He's like, it's like uh, Tom Cruise is actually legally Tom Cruise now. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Perfect. Great name, Maurice. Old world and old money suits you. Love it. Take a seat on the floor for now. Would you, Maurice? We'll get you a new Maurice. Chair. <laughs> appeared from out of nowhere and pulled the chair outright from underneath Sonic, and he fell to the floor. Sonic rubbed his pained butt and looked up. A beautiful <laughs> pained <young> butt. <laughs> I I like these descriptions. I do miss the uh, the metaphors he used in previous entries. Yeah, the weird ones that were strangely poetic. Yeah, those are great. Yeah. All right. A beautiful young woman was standing over him. Mr. Simpson, I'm all ready, she said in a hauntingly familiar voice, but with an accent like a country singer. God damn it. Uh, you got to do a country me. singer. Do your best Dolly Parton. Uh, all right, give me a sec. Uh, Mr. Simpson, <laughs> I'm all ready. She said in a hauntingly familiar voice, but with an accent like a country singer. Sonic rubbed his eyes in disbelief. The woman had short pink hair, stunning green eyes like pools of acid. <laughs> <laughs> Just beautiful vats of sulfuric oh, acid that would acid. yeah burn your face off if you if you dip you dip it in it. And and assertive. Globular breasts. Global. <laughs> Very planetary breasts. They got their own gravitational pull. It's got its own gravitational pull and it's pulling me towards it. <laughs> it's pulling all the blood into my penis. Into my dick. Contained by a tight red and white dress, her red headband whispered kiss me sweetly and her tall red and white boots screamed stomp on my genitals <laughs> what, the what the fuck wait can you repeat that <laughs> what the fuck where did that come what's what 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 was written is that, is that sexy no that hurts fucking torture like supposed to be arousing I don't to some people but I those guess. those are people that live on the fringes and spend their time on the dark web like like Maurice yeah <laughs> Amy said Sonic looking up at her oh she chuckled. oh why thank you sir it's an honor the wardrobe and makeup folks around here do a mighty fine job don't they she did a little twirl. Gorgeous. Fantastic, said Clit. Every time Clit shows up, it just, <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Um, 
her stiff ass and planted a wet kiss on her cheek. Whoa. Whoa. He's one of those producers. Um. Lovely. Maurice, this is Georgian the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> She's our Amy. She curtsied. Sonic gulped. She looks just like Amy. <laughs> Clit took out his director's shouting cone and shouted. <laughs> <laughs> director's, hey, I, hey, man, I work in production. Believe it or not, that's exactly what it's called. That's the name yet. The director's Daniel, shouting cone. Bring me my director's shouting cone. <laughs> yes, boss. All right, places, people, we got a big scene to shoot. Sonic sat on the ground, looking at his phone and waiting for the scene to start shooting. Yeah, that's what a set is. Yep. He, he kept stealing glances at Georgian, addressing her with his eyes. It made his head, his heart hurt because he missed his wife, but it made his penis even harder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, places, everyone, shouted Clit. Georgian got into the hospital bed and false Sonic stood next to her. Another person dressed like a doctor stood nearby. <laughs> a camera person gave a thumb up. And action. Sonic, it hurts so bad, said Georgian, crumpling up her face. Uh, okay, this is a regular person, so I'm just going to, like, not do an accent. Yeah. Doctor. There has to be something you can do, said, said someone holding a script off on the side, not in the scene or on camera. When he said this, the other Sonic looked at the doctor. That's weird, thought Sonic. Why doesn't he talk? Why doesn't he say his own lines? Uh, the disease keeps mutating. We've tried everything there is. Surgies. Procedures. <laughs> is that is that like a really cute surgery? <laughs> procedures on him. Even a life transplant. Ah, a life transplant. Oh god, this is hilarious. Why don't they hire Dark Doom Firemaster for SNL, man? Somebody should get this guy on a show. <laughs> Staff him. Or the real, or the real Sonic movie. Yeah. Do it. This is dramatic. Yeah. I'm sorry, but it looks like there's no choice. She's gonna die, said the doctor actor. Uh, what the fuck? Sorry, I, I'm so goddamn confused reading this. Don't tell me that, shouted the Sonic line reading person. The fake Sonic grabbed the doctor actor by his coat and bared its teeth. They were kind of small and not very sharp looking, but there were a lot of them and they were all the same shape and they looked like they were stolen from people. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking told, didn't I tell you? Yeah. I told you being like grave robbed someone. <laughs> Sonic felt so full of fear he could have shitted. <laughs> I'm sorry, I gotta... I just... Uh, I'm about to shit it. I'm about to shit it. It's alright, bro. 
I'm about to shit in too. I'm about to shit in my pants. <laughs> Wait. There is one more thing, said the actor doctor. The doctor looked. The doctor actor took an injector and said, This could protect her from the strain that infects her. He squeezed the injector. But damn. We are out of the antidote. Love. (laughs) If if I inject her with love, she might live, said the sonic reader while the fakes, well, yeah, while the faux sonic let go of the doctor actor. Yes. Okay. Please, please give us some privacy. Oh, no. This is gonna, he's gonna Ted Mundier. Oh yeah, yeah. He's gonna Ted Mundier slash like Tommy was sober. Yeah. Where? Oh, we're all gonna see this," said the Sonic reader, and the doctor actor went out of the set. The counterfeit Sonic walked up to the foot of the bed and reached down towards its reproductoral area. <laughs> reproductoral. <laughs> Percussion, damn. Oh, also, it, it's so big it just hit the floor. Yeah. It cocked its head back and loud out, let out a tremendous roar. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do that when you're about to get down, Victor. You just like <sighs> let it go. You let it hit the floor and <laughs> you roar like a fucking bear. <laughs> coming out of hibernation. <laughs> Shaking some glass medicine bottles off the shelves. Fraudulent Sonic then threw its hands toward or forward and grabbed Georgian by the legs and pulled her inwards and its long barbaric penis grew three sizes that day. (laughs) This is like the Grinch. (laughs) It transitioned into Maybe they stole they stole the uh, the Grinch's penis and then patched it on him. Imagine Grinch's penis grew three sizes that day. <laughs> He's just slinging that green Grinch dig all over Whoville. <laughs> Ew. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Sonic. Or, excuse me. Oh, Sonic. She cried, but she sounded almost afraid, as if there were spiders in her thoughts. It cracked her legs open and targeted her uterus. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> Stay on target. <laughs> Sonic tried, peeked around the side to see if she if she had a good little pussy, but he couldn't spot it, and it had already taken her violently. It jackhammered her labia. <laughs> that's, I don't think that's the part you jackhammer. <laughs> that's jumpy. <laughs> what kind of movie? Is this, is this stuff? Is this... Is it gonna be revealed that this is a porno? It might be. Oh, that's such that'd be such a great joke. I hope it is. That, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I hope. Well, I also hope this is just a regular Hollywood movie. Yeah. <laughs> and they're gonna put this PG-13. out. It's gonna have Jim Carrey still. <laughs> yeah. Nice on. 
Georgian, and she sounded so pleased, just like Amy used to. Sonic was going wild with fear and sadness and the state of being afraid. He couldn't help but feel like his wife was being fucked by a monster right in front of him. It seemed bonus saw bogus Sonic had only getting had only getting started. It continued to move its penis across the Cartesian plane, <laughs> agitating her vaginal height. <laughs> it, go ahead. No, no, I'm just laughing. This is a. Uh, it got very. Uh, it, it sounds like James Joyce was a uh, his writing yeah, this I, fucking passage right here. Oh man. Good thing I have my shirt off. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> uh, it pumped its arthritic dick into her snitch and possi- <laughs> and basically took apart her entire cervix. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> her vaginal defenses now dismantled. Phony Sonic's penis entered her colon and subsequently identified and zeroed in on her G-spot. Misspelled. The prostate. <laughs> I don't think she has that. I really hope she doesn't have one. Yeah. Georgian, clearly to Sonic, a fine actress. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she said three words throughout this whole thing. <laughs> Was ringing out the nipples on her tits to stimulate the erotical feeling of acupuncture. <laughs> what? What? I've never gotten acupuncture. Have you? No, never. Does okay. that even work? I don't. It's like it's like a faux thing, right? And people believe in it because like uh, football players do it, and it's the same thing with fire cupping. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I want to go now. <laughs> this, is, this is what it's like. Her uterus was slick with perspiration, but she kept a look of cool pleasure on her face. But when the penis struck her prostate, she could hold her poker face no longer and sung out like Pagliacci. <laughs> they... <laughs> like Pagliacci! Fucking, the fucking clown! Oh my god, this, this is hilarious. I mean, not just the like the sad clown. The sad clown. The fucking opera. <laughs> they fucked like trained chimps, full of <laughs> full of pride for their country. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does this mean? <laughs> hey, which part of that sentence made less sense? The trained chimps or the full of pride for their country? <laughs> oh my god. Before long, the hour of ejaculation had arrived. Roar! Screamed the falsified Sonic, and Georgian squealed, I'm about to arrive. (laughs) (laughs) You don't yell that, Victor? I do that all the time. I'd be like, I'm about to arrive. The train is about to hit the station. (laughs) I'm arriving! I'm arriving! (laughs) But just as it was about to sick its testicles contents up upon her, <laughs> Sonic could take it no more and cried out, Stop it! Stop it! This is all wrong. After an hour of watching this, he decides to do that. <laughs> 
after her insides are completely eviscerated by this Frankenstein hedgehog bear, he decides yeah, no to say sh- something. No shame, but is like Sonic a cuck? I think he is, man. Because he watched that full thing before saying stop. I believe he is. He's yeah. a little cuck. Clit looked over at Sonic and then back at the sex occurring and shouted, Cut! But it didn't stop. It kept laying siege to her vulva. <laughs> Cut! <laughs> Cut! Cut! Shouted Clit even more. Where is that thing's handler? Sonic looked ten o'clock and saw a tall mustache man run over to his doppelganger. He grabbed its blue body and tried to pull it off Georgian, but it just used one arm and threw the man back like he was made of eggshells. The man got back up and stabbed a metal injector into the wild beast. Its movement slowed down and eventually collapsed where it was standing. Georgian looked hardly phased by the whole incident. Tranquilized in his sleep, he picked up the blue creature's head and narrowed his eyes at Sonic as if to say, this is all your fault, and then dragged it away into another room behind a door labeled R.N.D. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! said Clit. I'm sorry you had to see that, Maurice. Our star has his off days. Now what was wrong with that tick? Was his technique wrong? I mean, yeah, said the shaken Sonic, and before he could continue, well then, what are you sitting around for? Show us how it's done, said Clit with that classic Clit smile. (laughs) He clapped his hands and a bunch of crew people reset the scene like they were going to film it for the first time. Don't worry about the lines. We CGI his mouth and put Sonic's lines in later. <laughs> I'm. Is this just a porno? It might be. I think so. Also, but like, what porno would spend time CGIing lines? Uh, a porno with a budget. <laughs> All right. Sonic laughed nervously. He was excited to get his hands on Georgian, but at the same time, it was eerie how much she resembled Amy. But Sonic was a troubadour, so he went along with it anyway. Troubadour. Oh, God. Yeah. Hey, what does that mean? I don't know what words mean anymore. Like a a troubadour. I think he, he meant to say trooper. I think he meant to say trooper, but then I think he said troubadour on purpose. But a troubadour... Is oh god, let's see if I can spell it. All right, it is a French medieval lyric poet composing and singing in Provencal in the 11th to 13th centuries, especially on the theme of portly love. A poet who writes verse to music. Sonic was a French poet who writes verse to music, yeah. so it went along with it anyway. <laughs> Sonic walked... Oh, lost my place. Sonic walked up to the foot of the bed, where his imposter had been minutes ago. He looked down at his penis and balls and thought, It's been a while. It's been a while. It had been months since Sonic had sexual intercom with a woman, so his memory was a little crusty. He remembered the general area of where things were, of where things were, 
and thus it was an exercise of his intellectual devices. <laughs> Georgian looked at him with those big green eyes, blinking sweetly like a cow, like Amy. <laughs> oh, Amy, I love you. You're just like a cow. Uh, Sonic gritted his teeth and slapped his face. Snap out of it, Sonic. Using his hands, he strategically found her pussy. No. Nice, we got this. I'm a natural. He felt like the Ken Jennings of finding vagina. <laughs> That's the guy that won all that money on Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Not the not the new guy, but the old guy, the first guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh shit. He grabbed his penis firmly and opened her legs a little wider. Just like what riding a bike. Her vaginal orchestra was now in full view. It looked pink and inviting. Her legs were beautiful and strong, but not too th thick and equine. Her pussy stinked like a tilapia fillet. <laughs> <laughs> it dialed soap, and it was making Sonic's eyes water. <laughs> Just like Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's fun. Sonic looked down at his penis and it was still small and shrivelly. Come on, thought Sonic, and he frustratedly grabbed his penis and wiggled it around like the Wetzel's pretzels people <laughs> behind the glass stretching out the pretzel dough before they tangle it into its titular pretzel shape. <laughs> Dude, okay, we got our we got our little metaphor. There we go. He's paying, uh, paying fan service to us. Yeah, appreciate it. He even choked his dick a little. <laughs> Sonic's efforts seemed to have a small effect, and his penis was now chubby and present, and present but not hard. I can work with this. I just need to feel her wor warmth. Unable to get fully erect, Sonic propped up his penis with his hand and slipped it into her vagina. He performed his iconic sex methodology, but still couldn't feel his penis getting hard. He stared deeply into her red dress, lost in his own thoughts. Come on! Come on! Have you started yet? said Georgian, popping her head up to look at Sonic. Sonic felt a hot flash of embarrassment that was quickly followed by frustrated anger. I'm... I'm just getting started now. Determined, though still flaccid, he pumped her erogenous zones with his entire pelvis. Georgian scrunched her face up a little, but not even close to how tensed up Sonic's was. Damn it! Work already! He moved harder and faster and with more aggression. She's gorgeous! Sonic continued to internally scold his penis. 
and he was now slamming her pussy precinct so hard it sounded like Donkey Konga. I think I understand it too. There was a game called Donkey Konga where you had to. It had. It came with bongo drums. Yeah, I forgot about that game for like the Wii or something. Yeah, I think for the GameCube. That's right. That's right. Come on! It's only a my Sonic slowed down and then fell out of her vagina. He let go of her and grabbed his head, clenching his eyes shut. But he couldn't hold them back anymore. Sonic started to cry. He covered his eyes and started sniffing. And soon they came on even stronger. And he collapsed onto the ground and sobbed uncontrollably. Maurice, said Clit, resting his hand on Sonic's shoulder. Why don't you get some rest? We'll see you tomorrow. Sonic could hardly sleep that night. But that was nothing new. I'm such an idiot. I can't do anything anymore, and they replaced me with that, that thing. Sonic felt his heart rate rising. I don't want to go back there anymore. It's so embarrassing. How could they look at that thing and think, Ooh, that's Sonic. That's not me. Sonic shut his eyes harder. That's not me. Sonic fidgeted and stomped his heel into the bed he exhaled slowly trying to regain his cool he still felt weak from the stress and torture of the day after a handful of moments sonic rolled over and grabbed the phone off his nightstand he scrolled through his contacts and made a call ring 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 hello said a dark voice sonic took a deep breath and exhaled hey Shadow, it's me. End of chapter two. <gasps> Whoa. Is, um, isn't Shadow dead, too? No. No, no he no, disappeared, no. right? He disappeared, yeah, because like in, in the original run of Sonic High School, he used the Chaos Emeralds to bring Sonic back. Yeah. And then he just said, oh, I think they thought he was dead, but he just like disappeared. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so, like, no spoilers, but uh, if anyone's not caught up with what we just read, Chapter 3 has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> like, they left a cliffhanger, and then they go in a completely different direction. And it's in Media Rays as if he continued the story, but there's... N just this has no connection to anything we've read. <laughs> that's so, that's interesting. I can't I can't wait to to see what that chapter is about. Yeah. So we'll you'll have to wait for for a couple weeks. Yep. Yep. Yeah, wait, so, is chapter three the uh, the last one? The last chapter? We'll go ahead one more time. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's the last one he wrote. There may be more on the way. But. Gotcha. Okay. Damn, yeah, dude. that's, that's it for right now. That's it for now. Until until you he read it live. Until we read it live to you guys. On November seventeenth, that's a Sunday at nine thirty p.m. in the rec room in Huntington Beach. Yes. 
So, uh, hey, what time are we at? We are at an hour and ten minutes. About to be an hour and eleven. That's a good time. Yeah. So, if you have questions, email us at adventurewvad at gmail.com. That's adventurewvad at gmail.com. And if you want to follow me, I'm at VictorWright438 on Instagram and Twitter. I am at DanielFarious4444 on Instagram and at DeFarious44 on Twitter. And my name is Victor Wright. My name is Daniel Farius. But before we go, Victor, I'm going to play you a song here. Oh. I'm going to play Oh, it's loud. Get to it. Can you hear it? Yeah, yeah. Come on. You hear that? Those bars? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on, man. Get to the part that we all want. Here we go. There we go. No! God damn it, Victor. I'm messing this up. Here we go, here we go. Right here, right here. I'm keeping this all in, by the way. Oh, shit. There. Ah! Fuck it, whatever. That was a bust. I was playing Christian Side Hug, but I couldn't. I was, I was just fumbling with my phone. I should have ended this shit two minutes ago. Oh, <laughs> gee, this has got, uh, this has got, that, that had bars to it, man. That had bars, dude. He threatened yeah. to, to hit you like your mama if you gave somebody a front-facing hug. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I need to look that up. Yeah, the next time I see you, I'm going to give you a strong Christian side hug. Hell yeah, bro. All right, I'm Daniel Farius. Uh, this is Adventure. Bye. Yeah, it's an Adventure. Bye.